0: so little time but i feel like you knew me i keep my mouth shut but i think they'll see right through me As this all been one big loss hell it's all because of us if only they knew me the way that you knew. Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of Dog's Best Friend. I am your host, Beach. I hope everybody is well. Uh, with me in the studio today, I again have our lovable Labrador sticks. And with me also is uh, the giant Maine Coon cat, Oscar. They're just hanging out, laying in the sun from the window, so we probably won't hear much from them today, which is pretty fine. So, I have got actually two equally important questions today. Um, I'm going to see how I go about answering both of them, but I might start on one question, and this is from uh, one of our favorite listeners, Nina Sclafani, who has asked about her dog, Max, yet again, which is good. It means she's getting in there and doing the hard yards with Max. Both her and Andy are doing really good, and I hear reports that Max is doing really well and responding to his reward marker, which is what I love to hear. Um, And I will actually, actually... She mentioned something to me the other day, and it was they were having a conversation about whether they should or should not be rewarding certain things. It's pretty easy. So follow along with me the best you can for a second. If you're questioning whether it's something they've done should be rewarded, then it probably should be rewarded. Um, The only reason I say that is because they clearly haven't done something wrong. They might not have done something the best, but they've done something you like. So if you sit there and go, oh, should I be rewarding that? Instead of asking that question, the first thing I want to come out of your mouth is your reward marker. So instead of going, hey, should I reward that? I want to hear tick and reward because that's going to keep that behavior that you're not sure if you should be rewarding happening more often. And and then later on, you can then be going, good boy, good boy, good girl, well done, good dog instead of just the reward markers. So you're not always gonna be relying on that food. So the question that has come across from Nina is actually not that, this is another question. Um, Let me just find it again, here we go. So Nina asks, barking when we get home. Max loses it and barks nonstop when we walk in the door. We try to calm him down by patting him and getting really low to the ground so he can smell me, uh, bring him outside to go to the bathroom, But is there any suggestions, uh, any strategies, sorry, that we should be trying out? Right. First thing I did when I got this question from Nina was straight up said back to her, worst thing you can do is patting the dog that's barking for attention. Because if your dog's barking at you for attention when you get home, the reason it's barking, like I just said, is for the attention. When you're patting your dog, what are you giving it? That's right. The attention that it wants. So when you come home the next day, it's gonna turn around and go, hey, I know what gets me pats, woof, <gasps> woof, 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 woof. And you end up in this crazy cycle of, I want the quiet dog, but to get the quiet dog, I've got to pat the loud dog, and then. So it's just teaching the dog that if it barks, it gets exactly what it wants. So what I would highly recommend doing instead, now there's a couple of steps to this. And again, with persistence and patience, it becomes second nature. So, I want you guys and anyone else out there who's having the same problem, I want you to teach your dogs the uh, cue of look, which is pretty simple. It's eye contact with your dog. It's, it's a very, I think I mentioned it in an earlier episode, it's a very calming thing for your dog to make eye contact with you um, and it shows they're focused on you. If your dog's looking at you, it's paying attention to you. Therefore, it's going to be more responsive to a sit, a drop, a come when called or something like that. I've taught my dog to check in periodically for no reason at all, just by randomly rewarding him when he looks at me out in public. So every now and then he'll just look at me going, hey, is that going to get me a treat? The added bonus to that is if he's constantly checking in with me, it's going to be so much easier for me to recall him from a distraction or something if he looks at me and pays, that, pays me that bit of attention. But yet again, I'm getting ahead of myself. So we need to teach them that look or focus or whatever. So while I go over this bit, just have a think in the back of your mind, what comes naturally to you and what would you like to say? Because there is no right or wrong. It's entirely up to you guys and your dogs. And for this uh, cue, I use the word look. Uh, I find it very easy for me. Just, hey, look. So what I want you guys to do is think about what word you want to use. Look, focus, eyes, me, anything that will then you will then later say to that dog or Max in this case, hey, pay attention to me, look me in the eyes. Um, now, this, this, I'm getting to the point where it's going to help with the barking. <laughs> you just got to bear with me. Like I said, it's not a fix it straight away problem. There is steps to take and it will slowly get better over time and it comes down to how much work you put into it. And even though Max is that bit older, it will still work just as fine. Because again, we're not teaching an old dog new tricks, we're teaching an old dog to be calm and relaxed. So, using our treats or our food or our daily intake or anything like that, what I want you guys to do is get the food slowly, and I might do a um, YouTube video for you later for this, just to show you what it looks like as well. But get the food slowly, on the dog's nose don't let them eat it they can they can have a little lick if they want and i want you to very slowly move it up in between your eyes so right on the end of your nose end of your bridge of your nose end of your nose and when they make eye contact with you looking at that piece of food i want you to reward mark them so bring it up nice and slowly tick and then feed the dog i want you to do that a few times and then i want you to to have a little break. That's enough. Finished. Go, have a play, and then come back and do it a couple more times. I don't want you to say any words yet, like, look, ah, focus, me, eyes, anything like that, whatever you've decided. All I want you guys to be saying at the moment is the reward marker, because dogs only speak a very small amount of words. They don't understand everything that we say to them, even though we might talk to them like they're a regular people. I sure as heck know I do. So we've got to show them the action first and then we teach them what that action is by pairing the word with it after they know the action. It's it's like you going to another country and saying to someone, hey, jump up. They're going to look at you and go, what? You show them how to jump up and down first, what you want them to do, and then you tell them, that's jump up. Then you can say, jump up, and they will jump. So if you think about it a bit like that, Showing the dog the action first and then rewarding the dog for that action. So up in between the eyes, tick and then feeding the dog will then teach them that's really good. If I look at Mummy and daddy, I'm going to get awesome rewards. So after they've done that a few times and they know exactly what they're doing there, what I want you to do is look, reward mark and feed. So it'll go look, tick, and then give them the food. Or eyes, tick, give them the food. Focus, tick, give them the food. Whatever word you choose. So then, as you start to lure them up with that food, and they, as soon as they make eye contact, then you say the word. Um, actually, I will go into the other thing that someone asked me about because it sort of works hand in hand with what we're teaching as well. So the other question that I had this week, and yes, I have not finished answering this first question, it's, it's all ties in, kind of. So the other question was, hey, I don't want to be reliant on having food with me at all times. That's fine. I understand that completely. And I don't expect everyone to have the food in their hands every time we're trying to teach our dogs a new behavior. So what I want you guys to start doing as well is fading a (coughs) lure, a lure, sorry. So... When we start to bring that food from their nose up to our eyes for look, that is the lure. So if you were to put it on their nose and tilt them back so they're going to a sit, that's a lure. If you were to move it forward, so come towards me for come when called, that's a lure. We don't always wanna have that food in our hands, so we do what we call fading of that lure. So then, once they've learnt the word, so you're pulling it up to your eyes and you're saying eyes, tick, and then feeding them, I want you to get a piece of food in both hands. So one piece of food in each hand, put one hand behind your back. And now I would say the hand that you're not going to use because what we're actually going to do is turn this lure into a hand signal. Now I, I use my two fingers and I point at my eyes like, hey, I'm watching you kind of action. And I tell my dog, hey, look. And then I reward Markie I feed him. So if you just want to do one finger at the eye or whatever, you still hold your food in between your fingers you point to your eyes pardon me, and the dog looks at you and you say, focus tick, but you don't feed them with that piece of food that's in that hand what you then do is feed them from the piece of food behind the hand so the dog knows the lure's there but they're no longer reliant on getting that piece of food they know it's going to come but they don't know where it's coming from so the dog's still going to be following that food up at the moment but you're going to be constantly rewarding them from the other hand So I want you to do that a few times, have a break. Do that a few times, have a break. Do that a few times, have a break. So the dog's then learning. And then what I want you to try and do is don't have any of the food in your hand at all. So you just point at your eyes and you say eyes, then your reward mark, tick. Then you give them the food from behind your back. Then what we can do is have the food in the container over the other side of the room or in the fridge or not on your person, you ask them to eyes, tick, and then you go and get the food. So that is fading a lure. I leave this section open for any questions about that and I will do a YouTube video on that teaching of the focus slash look slash eyes whatever. I'll even use Stixie and I'll go back to basics with him and the fading of the lure from there. I'll show you how to actually do that properly if that Um, detailed, semi-detailed description of how to do that didn't make sense. Right. So we've gone off and we've taught our dogs how to look and it's really good. So now we get to that brilliant point when we're coming home from work and our dog is going batty because they're super excited. They've been at home waiting for us all day. So Like I said, the worst thing you can do, and even if you're just super desperate to see your dog, because I know sometimes if I haven't got my dog with me and I come home, I am so freaking excited to see him. And it's understandable for him to get excited and and be happy to see me as well. I mean, I'm a pretty awesome dude. I like to think he thinks I am anyway. Um, So I like to just get really happy, but not until he does something that I want first. Um, So... What I've chosen from Stixie Boy is, he needs to sit quietly before he can interact with me. Uh, And that doesn't even have to be for, you know, a long period of time, it's just offer me a sit. So when I come home and he's been all worked up and everything, the first thing he does is come to the door and sit down. I give him lots of pats almost immediately as soon as I walk through the door because he is giving me that action. And it's it's beautiful when you've got a um, giant puppy coming up to you who just wants to jump all over you and love you and lick you and kiss you and bark and be like dad's home dad's home dad's home offering that sit it feels really good like i am just so impressed with him when he gives me those actions that i've i don't sometimes i don't even realize i'm teaching him these things because i just reward him for everything that i like all of the time so of course he gets that constant reinforcement of everything that is good which is brilliant so what I then want you to do is bag up 10 pieces of food. So it, like if he's eating kibble or something like that, just simply 10 little bits. So you've taught him that look and you're using one piece of food per look. So you come home, you, he starts barking, you just ignore him. What you do is you ask him to look. He looks at you, you're a reward mark and you feed him a piece of food. Repeat, look reward mark, and feed. So you come home, you do that look 10 times in a row. So it'll end up coming something like this. Open the front door, Max starts barking, woof, 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 woof. Look, or eyes, whatever you decide. Eyes, Eyes, tick, feed. Eyes, tick, feed. Eyes, tick, feed. Eyes, tick, feed. Until your bag of food's gone. Now, depending on how well he goes, this is entirely up to you guys. But what you can do is you can bag it up each day of the week. So Monday to Friday, for example, if you're at work, every day you come home, 10 pieces. Then the next week, you bag up nine pieces or eight pieces, and you do it again. And you will see that Max, instead of you coming home and going, woof, 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 Max will learn happily and and excitedly because he's getting this extra food, he's getting these rewards, he's he's doing something for you and he's really happy. Not only is he happy to see you, but he's getting something in return. So instead of running at the door barking, he might give a bark or whatever, but you open the door, he'll start to offer that sit and the eye contact. So now when I walk in the front door, because I did this for a while, now I walk in the front door and I get sit and I pat and I just tell him he's a good boy every now and then I'll walk in the front door I'll give him his reward marker and a piece of food or something really awesome just to let him know that yes you are still going to get these rewards for doing these awesome things that I like from you it's not what everyone likes it's not whatever some people would love to come home and have their dogs go woof 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 the person who taught me these techniques taught her dog so well that she comes home from work and her dog's just sitting on the couch going, hey, who's coming through the front door? Oh, it's you, whatever. And she has to get all excited for her dog to get up and get excited now. It's, and in saying that, like, it's a good thing. But every now and then she's like, well, I wish my dog would get excited when I came home. And I don't blame her because I can see sticks coming up and sitting down and doing all that. And because I keep up his training and I keep up his reward marking, it's only going to get better. And it's going to get to a point in a few years where I just want him just to go crazy and be like, dad's home, dad's home. But because I've done such a good job. But in saying that, if it was the other way around, I know I'd be complaining going, oh my gosh, I wish my dog would just chill out. And yeah. So I hope that makes a bit of sense for you. So this is for stopping that dog from doing the barking when you come home. Now, You can use look for so many other things as well, not just to stop that. Like if your dog has got its head in the bin, instead of screaming at it no and being like, ah, get out of the bin, if you ask your dog to look and you've trained look really well that they're gonna get something super yummy, they give you eye contact. What do they have to do to give you eye contact? They have to remove their head from the bin. So for quite some time after I taught Stixie look, it became my replacement for the oi or the no that you just, as a human, need to scream out. Um, so and I would retrain myself to be, look, <laughs> good boy, mate, well done. <laughs> I said that and he's just looked right at me. So well done, mate, good boy. He's laying in the sun, so I'm just going to let him chill there. I'm not going to bother about reward monging. His reward for that one, because he has had it kept up so well, can be, good boy, well done, very good, Stixie, you are doing fantastic. So, practicing that look in all different environments as well. So, when you're taking your dogs out for a walk and you get to a street corner, just do a couple of repetitions of look. Something like that. So that that way they know that they need to be paying attention to you in all environments when you ask them. So you go down to the park. They're getting a little bit excited before they get let off lead to go and play with their friends. Sit them down. Do a few repetitions of look. Well done. You did really good. Now you can go and play. So eventually, instead of getting to the park and them going, oh, I'm going to go play with my friends, um, they will offer you a sit. They will look at you and you can say, go and play. That feels amazing as an owner to get to the park and have the dog sit, look at you and ask, hey, can I go and play instead of getting that dog? And I see it all the time still and you get the people who come there and they're getting dragged into the park by their Great Danes or their dog bordeaux. and they're just getting pulled in left, right and center. And there's my dog going, I wanna go and play with him. Oh, I know what to do, sit hey daddy, can I go and play? The added bonus to that is, if there's a dog at the park that you know is not good with other dogs and you don't want your dog to play with them, your dog can sit, can look at you, you can reward mark your dog and you can say, okay, come here, let's go somewhere else for our walk. So your dog's not trying to drag you into the park, it's asking permission to go and play with the dogs and you are politely saying, nah, not today, then walk away, which there's nothing wrong with as well. Nine times out of 10, my dog gets to go and play, but there is a few times when he's gone into a park and I've noticed, you know, tails tucked, uh, hackles up, maybe some teeth bearing, just some ears pricked, some signs that the owners might not see that, you know, their dog doesn't want to play with the other dogs, which is okay. I don't want to play with every human I meet, that's for sure. So those situations I can be, all right, hey, Stixie, come, let's go, mate, and he happily walks over, um, I don't know if anyone's seen videos of my dog practicing come when called, he is so happy to come to me, anytime I ask him to come, super happy, nice waving low tail, ears floppy forward, and just a dopey tongue hanging out, and I see some people doing their um, come when called, and it's just like, here, now, and their dog comes to them, but it's, you know, ears low, tail stiff, they're like, oh no, am I in trouble? And I've made it a point that everything being positive reinforcement for everything we do with sticks has taught him coming to dad is just the best thing in the world, pardon me. So again, I'm just throwing it out there, positive reinforcement all the way. So I hope that answers our questions about the barking. Um, It's not an instant fix. Nothing ever really is an instant fix. But ignoring those behaviors, like the barking for attention, uh, if they all they then start to throw out different behaviors as well. So um, if Max isn't really a jumper and the barking's not working, he might try jumping at first. Fortunately, Max is a very lightweight dog, so you can ignore that. And then when he puts his paws on the ground, tell him he's a good boy, sit, look, or focus, or whatever you decide to do. I keep throwing look at you guys, like that's the word you have to use. It's just the word I use, so it's easier for me. So they will start throwing in those other behaviors. Again, if you don't like it, ignore it. If you say, hey, look at me, and Max decides to lay down, who cares? Doesn't matter. You've asked him to look. He's looking at you. He might lie down because it's more comfortable. He's probably sitting there going, well, you made me do this 10 times yesterday. I'm going to get comfy and do it for 10 times. That's perfect. I sometimes ask Sticks to sit. He sits down and I reward him, then he lays down. If I'm not doing a, um, duration sit, I don't care. Let him be comfortable. I, I, am not training him for show dog, um, any exercises or anything like that. I'm just training him to be happy. And I feel like I'm doing a damn good job of it because I do have the happy dog who can just go with the flow and do pretty much anything. And, um, Yeah, I want everyone else to experience that awesomeness of the happy go-with-the-flow dogs. So, yeah. If you have any further questions, let me know. I will uh, do a video probably later today and get that posted up on the YouTube, and I'll put a link on the Twitter page there. So um, I was going to have our beautiful Dalmatian Tash in as Dog of the Week this week. Um, but I'm just going to postpone Tash this week. I am sorry, Evan and Ali. He will be on uh, next week's episode as dog of the week. But, um, a friend of mine, Joe has actually lost her beautiful baby boy this week, uh, Alroy. And I wanted to put Alroy in as dog of the week because the bond those two had, it's, like you can have lots of dogs in your lifetime um, and you always end up, there is one dog that you sort of bond with the most. Um, and yeah, yeah, me and Styx have a brilliant bond and he, like, look, I would be lo- absolutely lost and devastated without him but the bond I had with Arya is a completely different kind of bond. And Joe had that bond with her dog, Alroy. And Violet, her other dog, beautiful dog, and she loves her. But like I say, it's a different bond. It's like, you know, you can't pick your favorite children because every child is so different, just like every dog is so different. So um, he was an absolutely fan-bloody-tastic dog. And um, I just wanted to read a little something that was sent to me after I lost Aria and basically just dedicate it to Alroy because um, now I know, I know he's being thought about 100% and he is just a beautiful, beautiful puppy. So this is, and a lot of people may have heard this before um, and bear with me because I'll try, I'll try my hardest to get through this in one sit-in. This is a poem for Elroy, who just was an amazing dog. There is a bridge connecting heaven and earth. It is called the Rainbow Bridge. Because of all its beautiful colors. Just this side of of the Rainbow Bridge is a land of meadows hills and valleys with lush green grass when a beloved pet dies the pet goes to this place there is always food and water and warm spring weather the old frail animals are young again and those who were sick hurt or in pain made whole again there is only one thing missing they are not with their special person who loved them so much on this earth so their day i'm sorry i can't actually read the screen right now there we go try that again So each day they run and they play until the day comes when one suddenly stops playing and looks up. Their nose twitches, their ears are up, their eyes are staring and this one runs from the group. You have been seen and when you and your special friend meet you take him in your arms and you hug him. He licks and kisses your face again and again and you look once more into their eyes of your beautiful friend and trusting pet. Then you cross the rainbow bridge together, and are never again apart. Oh, I freaking love that thing. So, yeah, that is for the beautiful Elroy. Just an amazing dog with an amazing heart, and he had the best smile. Oh my God, the pictures I always got sent of Elroy. God, he just made me smile so much. So, yeah. Look, guys, that's um, dog's best friend for this week. I hope... It's been helpful for you with those questions and the helping with the fading of the lure. I'll get those videos out as soon as possible. Uh, You know where to find me on Twitter at dogsbfpod. You can send through your emails to dogsbestfriendpod at gmail.com or you can hit me up at my personal account which is at the Boy. So get out there, keep those reward markers going for those behaviors that we really enjoy seeing. Have some fun with our dogs and everyone just give a little special thought for Alroy this week and hold your beautiful fairy just that little bit tighter and give him a hug and a kiss. If not just from me, because yeah.
1: Like
0: I'm invested in all of your dogs. Um each and every week. I I love to hear about the progress that people are making and the extra challenges they're uh, coming up for. And it just makes me happy when people reach out and ask those questions because it means they're making the progress and it is so good to see that. So keep up the good work, everyone. You're doing amazing. Remember, it doesn't happen overnight and it can be frustrating. Just stay positive and work with that dog because it all pays off in the end. Guys, I have been Beach. This has been Dog's Best Friend And I hope you have an amazing week. See you all next week. Bye.